Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. Hello and welcome to another edition of Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Tony Colombo here in the studio with my co-host Bo Matthews. How you doing, Tony? Great to see you, my friend, and uh, producer Chad Ellis. Hello, hello. Who How's never surprises me with the music. <laughs> I'm surprised every time. I am a, uh, I'm not afraid to say this, I'm a big George Michaels fan. Wham? Well, not as much wham. You know what it was? I watched a documentary about a year ago, maybe two years ago. I think it was HBO, maybe. Anyway, uh, somebody did a documentary about him, and I didn't realize all of the um records he set all of the hits that he that he had especially how and especially how popular he was over in U, in the UK right right and oh my gosh it was a fascinating documentary and i became a i i respect him a lot more after watching that i mean i obviously was familiar with his music but dang I didn't realize he accomplished so much. And so many of his songs are what they call earworms, where it just gets stuck in your yep. head. You wake up on a Saturday and you're like, why do I have wham in my head? Right. What? right. And then you got to listen to the whole thing. But yeah, yeah. no, yeah, I'm a huge fan too. He was he was big in the 80s. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. And went global. I mean, he's a global name. Yep. He was one of those guys at MTV, you know, like launched, you know, when MTV first started and they kind of made some superstars out of pop stars in the yeah, 80s buddy. because it was the first time that, you know... They had that type of you know television exposure, and he was one of those guys. So sang his ass off. This is uh this is exactly why people tune in to Second Amendment Radio. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> Music reviews from the early eighties and nineties. Thank you for tuning in to Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. We have a great show on tap for you in just a moment. We'll talk to our friend Aaron Tarlow, the owner of Southern Armory. He joins us at the beginning of every show. We're also going to talk to State Rep Nick Schroer today and get the latest on what is happening in Jeff City. There's a lot of politics to talk about this week, and uh, both nationally and locally. And we're going to get some of that local update from Nick Schroer, and we're going to talk to Bob Leckrone. I hope I'm saying that name right. We'll find out in a little bit from the ECA <laughs> Gun Show in Belleville, which is coming up here in a couple of weeks. 
uh, going to be a great event. Yeah, and next weekend, forward, actually. Yeah. Next weekend, there yeah. you go. And uh, looking forward to talking to Bob about that cool upcoming event. And let's go ahead and get Aaron into the discussion right now. Like I said, there is a lot of politics, a lot of news to talk, both locally and nationally, and that is definitely what Aaron Tarlow specializes in. Aaron, great to talk with you, my friend. How's it going? Good. How are you? I am well. I wanted to talk to you about many things today, but uh, I thought um, uh, you, you were one of the first people I thought of last week after the South Carolina primary and uh, Pete Buttigieg and Amy Klobuchar drop out of the race and start endorsing Joe Biden. And then who else is standing on stage with Joe Biden all of a sudden? Beto O'Rourke. Mr. I'm going to go door to door and collect the ARs from the American citizens. We're going to go knock on people's doors and take their guns away. Maybe they won't even knock. I thought Beto was, I thought he was done. I thought he was, you know, I thought he had the bad, uh, you know, he, he had the lo- the loser stink on him and nobody would want to uh, have him around. But Joe Biden is embracing Beto O'Rourke and he's embracing this gun, this this severe gun grabby uh, format, platform, I guess, if you want to call it. Yeah, mentality. Yeah. There you go, and I, I thought we had uh, I thought we were we'd kind of gotten away from that, but that seems to be back front and center for the Democrats. Um, what do you think about uh, what do you think about the state of the race right now? And you know, it's always good to remind people if if the Democrats take control, it could be it could be a very bad thing for your Second Amendment rights. Well, first of all, crazy Uncle Joe thinks he's running for Senate <laughs> on Super Thursday. Oh no! <laughs> so. Not even concerned about the guy. Uh, I, I think he's he's slipping uh, mentally. I think there's something something going on uh, there. Uh, every time I turn around, he's he's making some kind of verbal you know verbal slip, and I'm like, has this guy got dementia? You know, has he got part timers? Like, what's going on? Um, and now Bloomberg's out of the race. Um, he was, I think, somebody to watch because he was going to, uh, I think in a lot of people's opinion, he was going to buy it. Uh, but now you got uh, crazy Uncle Joe who's uh, getting endorsed by everybody. And it's like, you know, the guy wants to make policy with people that are dead. You know, you know it's funny you say that because uh, <laughs> on the on the Glover show I heard this past week, they were talking about uh, dementia, Alzheimer's possibilities, early signs, whatever. And on online, I actually saw a comment that says, and it was a lady that says she was a nurse. She works with Alzheimer's and dementia patients all the time. And she says he definitely needs to be evaluated. And it's like, wow, they are just really putting the, the fire behind yeah. his campaign for him to be the lead candidate at this point. And then he picks a guy like Beto O'Rourke. I'm like, game over. Yeah. I mean, never tell you, you know, never over till it's over. But you know what I'm saying, right? And he he does. You know, I mean, it's a horrible disease. And uh, my family, uh, everybody, pretty much in my family, uh, has had it uh, when they've gotten into their uh, 80s, definitely in their 90s. Like my grandmother has it now, and uh, it is just one of those things that I see the parallel there. And I'm like, wow, this is really, this is not good. What's he going to be like in in four years? What's he's going to, what is he going to be like in two years? Yeah. Um, and I've just seen that 
the progression with my grandmother where there's days that she doesn't recognize me and I say, really look at me and tell me if you recognize me. And then, you know, she will. Um, hmm. And it just starts with like, you know, simple things. Like I'll give you an example. Uh, one day uh, they were angry. My grand my grandparents were angry because uh, the, you know, it starts at, you know, nine Eastern, eight central and, uh, they were like, that's bull, you know, it's never live. And I'm like, they're like, and right there, that proves it. And I'm like, it's called time zones. And <laughs> as soon as they said that, they they were like, oh, yeah, you're right. And I'm like, okay, is everybody all right? You know, it was just the, the little slippages in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. It, it, and Joe Biden is the youngest person still in the remaining yeah Yeah. and you know i I asked myself because if average retirement age is like 67 they say if you're 78 why do you even care yeah i mean not that you're going anywhere i'm not saying my grandmother i have a lot of family members live into their 90s but i'm like at 78 i want to be fishing I want right. to. I want to be chasing women at the nursing home, or what you know, whatever the case is. I don't want to be leading the free world, especially if I don't have all my you know marbles in there. Yeah, they're going to be making making changes that they are not even going to be alive to see. Absolutely, that's, that's my worry about uh, voting for somebody. Yeah, up, upwards seventies, like. Are we voting for grandparents or are we actually voting for a president? What yeah. are we doing? That's Absolutely. A great point. Uh, when Pete Buttigieg was still in it and Amy Klobuchar, the the uh, segment of the four, the ages of the 40s and the 50s w- were going to be non-existent. So you had the 30s represented by P- Pete Buttigieg, and then you went all the way to 60 with Amy Klobuchar on voting day in November. So that 20 years, where are these people? Yeah. Business owners, smart people. Yeah. I, I, I just, and now we've got 78. Now you've got 78-year-old Bernie Sanders. I mean, he, Bloomberg was 78, so he was older than Joe Biden, 77. He's younger than both Bloomberg and Sanders. But now, yeah, now it's essentially just Sanders and, and Biden, and Biden's the younger of the two. And can we agree that, amazing. that, you know, most presidents that go into office, they always show the before and after picture of oh, when yeah. they leave office. How much it ages you. Yeah, but Trump looks better. He looks better now since he's been, and I think that's just that's because he's he's the first president that ever sprays hands. Come on, now that's probably what's going on with him. So I, I, you know, for me, the bottom line, Aaron, is that the Democrats are not backing away from their uh, their infringement on your Second Amendment rights. You you know what I mean? That's not going to go away, and that is something that people need to really pay attention to when they are headed to the voting booth this year and something I'm sure that we'll talk a whole lot more about. Another thing I wanted to ask you before we ran out of time was we touched on this a couple weeks ago, but now that uh, we've had some decent, we've had some good weather, we've actually had some uh, last couple weekends, especially on the last couple Sundays, it's been really nice outside, get a chance to get, you know, uh, out and about. Um it, does that change you, what is uh, what is being bought at the store? Like, does that does when the seasons start to change like this, do what uh, uh, your customers are coming to get from you start to change as well? And if so, like, what is hot right now at Southern Armory? A- ammunition. I tell you what, we have been just burning through cases of ammunition, and we've had a lot of people asking, uh, especially on the forms that uh, we're in. Uh, the local like the local gun scene stuff going hey where can i get bulk ammo and i hear that over and over and over again and i'm like southern armory we keep cases of ammunition in stock and we give a case discount uh now that the the big box store retailers out 
I don't know if it's just finally starting to hit home when these people have gone in and can't find the handgun ammunition um, or they're just like, I always buy in bulk or is it the nice weather and they're starting to kind of come out of uh, the woodworks a little bit more. And, and I think that it's the weather breaking, honestly, with you is uh, one of the reasons we're seeing the upswing and ammunition purchases. So people are getting out there and shooting. And then uh, on top of that, you know, the big box store saying we, we're not going to sell ammunition uh, for handguns anymore. Uh, and, and actually my wife and I, um, we were at this big box store and they had this, I've been looking at getting another Henry rifle and they happened to have a Henry 44. And I said, Hey, can I see that? And then of course I had to razz the guy because they didn't have the ammunition to feed it. And it was a rifle. So, uh, kind of a, kind of a interesting little twist on things was they would sell you the gun, but they couldn't sell you the ammunition. And the guy was like, I don't know where to get ammo at. And I was like, okay, cool beans, man. Uh, so uh, with that being said, yeah, ammunition's definitely on the upswing. And then uh, holsters are, are hmm. another item that, you know, we're getting into the warmer months, so people are not going to carry in the outside the waistband holster anymore. They're going to go to the inside waistband holster. Uh, so those are the, the two big items that you're going to see. Uh, you're going you're gonna to see that you're going to need, and we carry those at Southern Armory, and we're happy to order uh, any caliber that we may not have that may be an oddball uh kind of an off off beat uh caliber we, we'll find it we'll order it for you it's not a big deal and then we're always happy to order uh cases we can drop ship them right to your door so you don't even have to carry them you sit on your porch waiting for you when you get home great stuff and always you know we talk about this every week but i it's something i think that uh listeners of the show should really check out Southern Armory on Facebook. Aaron is on there a lot answering your questions and doing videos, tutorials, putting guns together, cleaning guns, all those different things. It's a great way to keep up with uh, what's happening at Southern Armory and also learn and, and learn a lot of stuff and get your questions answered. So make sure you're checking out Southern Armory on Facebook. And uh, I, I don't want to do, do your spiel. So how else can people find Southern Armory? Yeah, so uh, feel free to stop in and see us. Uh, we're open uh, Tuesday through Sunday. Uh, that's 10 to 6, except on Sunday we're open noon to 6. We're located one mile east of 270 and 44 at 9901 Watson Road and southernarmory.com. Southernarmory.com. That's southernarmory.com. And that is Aaron Tarlow, the owner of Southern Armory, who I think is going to be in studio with us next week. Am I right about that? Chad, Aaron, yes. yes, nice, good stuff. So thank you, uh, Aaron, for joining us as you do every week at the beginning of the show, and we'll look forward to having you in studio with us next week. All right, we'll see you all next week. Have Sounds a good. good. Week. Yeah, you Bye. bet, you too. Uh, also want a, a quick reminder, if you are listening to this show on Saturday, don't forget to spring forward oh, your clocks yeah. tonight. And oh, if yeah. you are listening to us on Sunday on KMOX, You're and late. you haven't <laughs> go look at your clocks and move them back, uh, or move them forward, excuse me, because it is daylight savings time. Thank goodness. I am so excited about having some sun in the evening. It's been kind of weird having dinner during the daylight hours again. Yeah, it's going to, I, I now it's hate, official. I hate standard time. I hate when it gets dark early. I am so much happier when the sun is <laughs> It's true. Is it's out a real thing, later. man. It really, really is. It is. 
So, uh, yeah, don't forget to set your clocks forward if you're listening to this on Saturday afternoon. That is coming tonight. Uh, Don't uh, go anywhere. We have State Rep Nick Schroer coming up in a few minutes, and we are going to talk to Bob Leckrone. He's got a gun show coming up in Belleville next weekend, and we are going to talk to him about it when we get back on Second Amendment Radio and the Great Out. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Doors. Welcome back to Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. I love this band. You, I swear you surprise me, Chad, with the music. I don't mean to harp on this, but you, where do you even, how do you even know what this song is? I don't. I, <laughs> Random play. I mean, no. yeah, no kidding. So, I, you know, I'm always here like a little earlier than you guys. So I just go through like the music folder that I have that I've kind of like, kind of like stole from the different right, shows. There you go. I stole well, your folder of music. Please, yeah, that's that's stuff. probably where you found that song. It I'm is. Thinking, it actually is. That song is 20 years old. Not yet. There's <laughs> no way Ch- it wasn't a hit. There's no way Chad knows it. That's a great. That's a great song. <laughs> Who like is Seven it? Mary, Seven Mary Three. Oh, of course. Remember Cumbersome and <laughs> Water's Edge. Those guys. Yeah. No, that's great stuff. Welcome back. Sorry. To Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors, Tony Colombo here with Bo Matthews and Chad Ellis. Big thanks to Aaron Tarlow for joining us in that last segment. Aaron starts the show with us every week. Want to remind folks about the podcast. You can listen to our podcast. We put two out every week. We put the show podcast out on Friday, so you you can actually download the podcast of the show before it even airs on the weekends. And then we put out our podcast exclusive on Mondays. There's lots of ways that you can get the podcast. I recommend the Radio.com app, which is free. You download the Radio.com app. You favorite the radio station. Then you can stream the station 24-7. You can take advantage of the Radio Rewind feature. And you can download the podcast of this and every other show on the station. And again, all of it is absolutely free. In just a moment, we're going to talk to Bob LaCrone about his gun show coming up in Belleville next week. But first, got to tell you, this segment is brought to you by Razorback Armory. They are a full-service firearm shop that strives to be the area's premier destination for firearm enthusiasts. They have been business a long time, and uh, due to their customer demand uh, for their products and services and expertise, they have opened a new location on Manchester Road just east of 270, and tell them Bo sent you to Razorback Armory, RazorbackArmory.com online. Good stuff, and now, like I said, let's go ahead and bring Bob LaCrone into the conversation. I know that uh, Bob, first of all, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, thanks for your time. How's it going? Hey, quite well. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you bet. I know that you are traveling throughout the country, and you are coming to our parts uh, here coming up in a week in Belleville, Illinois. Uh, tell us about the gun show. Tell us about where you're at right now, and and you know, uh, tell us about the show and what you guys are all about. Well, we're scheduled to do Matt Toon, and then... Uh, Next weekend on the 14th and 15th, we got uh, we're scheduled to be in Belleville, and we are the largest shows in the state. Uh, we've uh, grown from a 
little one-town show in central Illinois until we cover all the southern part of the states and give, we go clear as far as Bloomington. Uh, Belleville is uh, the major show in the state and uh, has been for several years. It uh, Before the state laws kind of give us a shortage of dealers, it was at one time uh, up to 500 tables. Uh, now it's not quite that big, but it's still a very, very, very good show with a great assortment of firearms and knives, accessories. In fact, you'll see it all right there in Belleville. Well, Bob, I've got a question for you because the Illinois uh, gun laws are a little more strict or a lot more strict than Missouri. Um, You encourage people to bring firearms that they no longer want or maybe want to trade. Can you talk uh, about the legalities of, uh, you know, can somebody from Missouri come over to the Illinois show and, and purchase a firearm, or how does the legalities work for this show? Oh, certainly. In fact, uh, Missouri, uh, actually, uh, I, I'm not really uh, sure how uh, Norm uh, Norm Coleman from Norm's Guns, he has a uh, place here in Illinois, and he uh, has been in Missouri for several years, and Norm does all the transfers at the show. Oh. Uh, because right now we have to, there's a, Illinois residents have a three-day wait on long guns as well as the handguns. So uh, that Norm does handle it. Uh, Missouri is welcome to come over because actually, uh, you know, and they they can buy, sell, and trade right there. But uh, like I said, it is handled. I I do not handle that part of it sure. right there, and I'm quite sure Norm he's very astute at it, and he does it very legally. So Bob has the gun show coming to Belleville, like we said, next weekend on the 14th and 15th. Bob, if people uh, come out to the show, what can they expect? Is it uh, strictly firearms? If it is firearms, is it all shapes and sizes, gear, accessories? You know, what what are all the things that you guys feature at, at your show? Okay, well, if you're thinking about the farms, there's a great array of farms there, uh, not only to buy but sell and trade for. I mean, if you're ready to trade for that new gun, it'll be there. And uh, there's a lot of guns in there. There's a lot of very collectible guns there. Uh, Some of the tables, it's like walking past a museum. You'll see guns that you may never even know existed. That's really cool. I love that. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the the thing about it is, and the knife dealers, Mm. fantastic group of knife dealers. And this is quite a big business anymore. Uh, there's a tremendous amount of knife collectors in uh, all over the country. So uh, one of the biggest knife dealers in the state, uh, Chuck and Chris Leonard, they'll be there with their tremendous display. Uh, they call their group Bright Eye Knives, Bright Light Knives, and one of the one of the uh, finest. Uh, displays you'll ever see anywhere and it's all to buy sell and trade and do you have a, a lot of vendors that travel with you to all these shows like do you have hunting guides that that are selling vacations or, or hunting trips that kind of thing there's nothing in uh, belleville left, uh but last weekend in bloomington there was uh yeah there is a guy that comes to bloomington that sells these uh he sells boat trips is what he does right so, uh you know and uh uh, I think he's got a a little yacht he takes him out on, so uh, we do have him there. But we don't have anybody down 
there that does this. But there's all kinds of gear there. There's things that you won't see anywhere else. Well, it's it, it's kind of like anything yeah. that if if you get people that are like minded or are into the same kind of thing, whether it's the boat show or the motorcycle show or whatever, you get around people that are you know like minded, and you strike up conversations with strangers, and guess what? Next thing you know, you got a new friend. Hey, uh, I, I sell them a gun first, and then uh, the next move, I make a friend out of them. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, I enjoy people. <laughs> That's great stuff. Uh, Bob LaCrone, before we let you go, the Belleville Gun and Knife Show is happening this coming weekend, uh, the 14th and 15th of March. I think it's at the Bell Claire Expo Center, if I'm not yep, mistaken. That's right. uh, tell that's people. Exactly right. That's great. Um, uh, website, social media, how can people get tickets if they want to be there? What are the times of the show? All the details so uh, our listeners don't miss it. Okay. Uh, of course, Belleville, everybody knows where uh, Bell Claire Fairgrounds is at. And that that's when the show will be. This weekend, uh, we've uh, advertised not on social media, but we advertise uh, heavily on the radios, and uh, it, it'll be well advertised all the state. And we have a secret weapon. We got direct mail. We send out thousands of postcards. <laughs> <laughs> and once you get on the mailing list, you'll always get those, right? Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. good. And how much does that's it cost to get into the show, sir? It's $6 to get in. Uh, show ours are from 9 to 3, 9 to 5 on Saturday, 9 to 5 on Saturday, and 9 to 3 on Sunday. Great stuff. And you can buy, sell, and trade guns and knives and gear and accessories, all of it, right? Right there. Great all stuff. All right, yeah. Bob. Well, thank you so much for your time today, and uh, we hope that uh, you have a great show in Belleville and uh, continued success, and hope we talk to you again real soon. Great. Good Good to talk to you guys, and we hope we talk to you again soon. We for, we'll, we'll do that for sure, Bob. Have a great show in Belleville. We'll talk to you soon. Have a good one. Thank you. You bet. Very much. All right, we have to take another break. Got plenty more show to go, though. We are going to talk to State Rep Nick Schroer. It is the Missouri Legislative Session in full swing. We talked a little national politics earlier. I want to uh, talk a little more politics with Nick Schroer and also get some updates on what is happening here locally in the state of Missouri. It's another legislative session. It's an election year here as well. And uh, we'll get all the latest from Nick Schroer when we get back. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome back to Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Tony Colombo, Bo Matthews, and Chad Ellis with you. And joining us now on the phone, as I mentioned in that last segment, Nick Schroer, state rep from the state of Missouri, uh, probably in Jeff City as we speak. Nick, how's it going, my friend? Hey, I am uh, just honored to be back on Second Amendment Radio this weekend. <laughs> we are honored to have you. Uh, legislative session still in full swing. Uh, have you been in Jeff City all week? Yeah, actually, we just got back uh, last night, so 
a very, very full week filled with a lot of Second Amendment stuff, a lot of pro-police stuff. And Mm. as of right now, we have sent over to the Senate, we've sent over to the Senate a piece of legislation that I amended, which would name the XFL Battlehawks, the official XFL team in Missouri. So a lot of a lot of actual good policy stuff going on, but then there's that too. Wow. That's pretty good. The official XFL team of the state of Missouri. I'd imagine the Battlehawks have a stranglehold on the, they're the front runner for that. I would have imagined. They are, and they're opening up Absolutely. the upper bowl. Yeah. Uh, that, the next home game. Yeah, there's some news there. The Battlehawks are opening up seats in the upper bowl of the dome. Check this out. They've played two home games, yeah. the Battlehawks have. Those two games are the first and third most attended XFL games for the uh, league. For the league. Nice. Yeah. The yeah. number one most attended game and the number three most attended game are both Battlehawks home games. Tony, if you remember, many years ago, St. Louis was named the best sports city yeah. in America, and I believe we still are. Now we've got a football team to yeah, do it with. Now we've got Woo-hoo. a football team, and they are uh, <laughs> supporting that team greatly, and it's a, a lot of fun to watch. Uh, you mentioned a lot of Second Amendment bills, a lot of pro-police bills. I want to get uh, some information on those. I did want to ask you, though, Nick, off the bat, I don't I don't think you guys handle this, but I know that the governor has weighed in on this, and I don't know if there is, if you guys in Jeff City are getting involved in this at all. The situation here in the city of St. Louis that has been uh, a news story now for well over a year of the police chief and the mayor wanting to drop the residency restriction for St. Louis police officers. The St. Louis Police Department is down something like 200 officers. It's like 170 officers down, and then if you count for the people that are out sick or injured, it's over 200 police officers not on the streets in the city. Just in the city. Just in the city of St. Louis. And the residency restriction certainly wouldn't, it's not a cure all, but it would help tremendously with the pro- with the sh- shortage. Uh, do you guys address that at all, or is that strictly a city issue that you guys don't really have any influence over? Well, well, the mayor and the police chief and all of the uh, the public safety administrators out there actually were forced; their hand was forced to come to us this year because the uh, aldermen out there in the city of St. Louis actually blocked a vote, blocked it from going yeah. to. The people of Missouri, yeah. or the citizens of St. Louis, rather. Uh, it, it occurred over 20 years ago, the last time it came up for a vote. So with them, number one, for the second year in a row, in the most deadliest cities in America, Kansas City's not too far behind them, but both of them have the residency requirement. Yes, this came through my committee, one of the committees I sit on on Judiciary uh, a couple weeks ago. I attached an amendment to it, which... You know, I, I took all this testimony on why it's so good for St. Louis and, and how it's going to help recruitment because, yes, St. Louis has, I think, right now it's 166 uh, spots they need to fill. But then, yes, when you say the, the non-duty or off-duty individuals, whether they're sick, hurt, injured, PTSD, whatever that is, yes, it's over 200. So they need people badly. Um, I've looked at several different studies, some of them commissioned by the police uh, academy and police chiefs out in Kansas City, which have come to the realization in April of 2019 that in order to boost not only recruitment, but in order to boost the diversity for minority representation and women representation in the police force, get rid of the residency requirement. I put an amendment on that uh, a couple weeks ago to expand that to the entire Kansas City area. There was some talk at the time that that actually could hurt the, the the chances of the St. Louis part getting across, 
Uh, but in the weeks going through, we knew that that was the right decision. We put that back on the floor. I believe it might have been Wednesday uh, when we had that talk. So it's going to come up again on Monday for a final vote to send it over to uh, to the Senate. But, yes, this is something where we have a former police chief of Joplin who is a state representative now. He was a police chief at the time when the, the big tornadoes hit a couple years ago, and he stood – passionately on the floor talking about how there's so much research showing that these residency requirements do not work. They hurt the recruitment. Kansas City actually had to drop their their uh, passing rating for their testing oh, to get into, <laughs> to uh, I think it was like 64%. That's not the right way to that. go. You, th- well, and on top of that, to make matters worse, they made it to where their substance abuse policy previously was, if you smoke marijuana within two or three years, then you can come on. Now they've allowed it to where you can use meth, cocaine, heroin, as long as you haven't done it in the past year or two, then you can come on. Oh, my so goodness. They've, they've got a lot of problems in this. I've had a an influx, so many people from the Kansas City area, since I put that amendment on, emailing me, calling me, thanking me, sending me their stories as to why this is, is not only needed, it's it's way you know it's it's too many years too late nick how do how do you how do we get recruitment up because is it just the fear of of, because the police departments are so scrutinized and everybody's you know labeled a racist or whatever uh, how do how do we get past this and how do we make sure that law and order is enforced so with the recruitment processes um one of the things that, especially this, uh, the Lane Roberts, he's a the state representative out in Joplin area. He's the former police chief, and he hit the nail on the head. We took testimony that basically illustrated the same thing: is in the city of St. Louis, we have a huge problem where the, the prosecutors are not working with the police. So if you apprehend a criminal, yeah, go and he's being let out by the prosecutors that are refusing to charge him, and then you run into him at Aldi's or Walmart, you know, because you live blocks away from him, right. living in the same area where you're patrolling. That is a that is a huge problem, and we've heard stories of uh, people that were let out or their cronies, their friends harassing the families uh, of these police officers. Mm. We've had families that have grown, uh, people that came in, they were single at the time, now they have a family, they want to go and, and branch out, they want to get a, you know take advantage of better schools, rural areas. They can't do that. So when you open the doors to the recruitment and actually uh, places like O'Fallon in St. Charles County, one of the safest, even Wentzville, safest cities uh, in America, um, they're scooping up the best of the best sure. uh, because of what we're offering. And, and we don't have these uh, archaic rules stifling the uh, the recruitment process. But as of right now, you know, these young guys that are coming out. They're already scrutinized. They don't want to live in one of the most dangerous cities and then patrol in one of the most dangerous cities as well, especially if they have a growing family. Uh, yeah, I know uh, Sheriff Marshak down in Jeff County. He said he's having a heck of a time trying to get uh, recruitment up as well. It's across the board. And, you know, back when I was coming out of high school, my my father, Air Force guy, said, hey, what do you want to do when you grow up? I said, well, I was thinking about military. And, you know, because that's what you've done. And he goes, you're not military material. I said, well, how about a police officer? He goes, that's eh, kind of kind of the same thing. So if if you're a young person and you're thinking, you know, military may be the way you want to go, hold on before you sign on the dotted line. Nothing against that choice. But how about policing your, your local community or, you know, a nearby area is what I would encourage because we do need the best of the best. They set, they set the standards on, you know, protect and serve. So... I think the need is just out there so much. Well, you know, and it's it, there's a huge need for for helping and recruitment. There's been some talks uh, in the body. I don't I don't know if there's any bills on this, but in the legislative body, there's some talks on uh, working with these police departments, working with the Department of Public Safety on uh, helping 
get these these bodies not only recruited but actually getting them to the police academy yes uh, and i know when i was a criminology criminal justice major before i made the decision to go to law school um I, I was going that route and i knew that there were very few departments that were out there saying hey if you come in and do the, the testing standards and we like you we'll actually send you to the police academy now there's less and less of them doing that and if we can tap back into that that seemed to work that seemed to be something that uh Former law enforcement in the lobby corps for the lobbyists think that that would be one step in the right direction. Former military would be good candidates, too. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Uh, what other you said that there's a lot of Second Amendment bills that are being discussed in Jeff City right now. Uh, what are some of those uh, headline bills, the ones that uh, that you guys are working on right now? So we sent out a committee one of the bills. Uh, it was either late last week or uh, early this week, the one, my bill, actually, the Keep Our School Safe Act, which would require one armed and trained. Uh, and it could be we're, we're allowing for, in my bill, something that we've never done in the state of Missouri, allowing us to tap into former military, former police, uh, law enforcement, and the skills that they have and the training that our taxpayer dollars have already helped train them. Uh, that would require one armed and trained uh, student resource officer in every building where students are present. That got voted out of committee uh, and voted out of rule. So that should be on the House floor here in the next couple of weeks. And but in that bill, are you adhering to the task force? Are, are you taking yeah. all their recommendations into uh, account when you wrote that bill? I know that there was a big task force uh, appointed in the, here in the state last year, and, and that was one of the things that they came up with that said, if you want to keep schools safe, put an armed resource officer yeah. in every school. There were some other details in that report. Is that Did you use that as the basis of that bill? Yeah, so I, I was working on this and, and trying to figure out how we can keep our students safe, how we can keep our kids safe. And uh, right about that same time, the governor signed an executive order forming this school safety task force. Like you said it, that's one piece of it where the governor's fully supported that. And even uh, Auditor Galloway has come out saying, yes, we need to do this. Well, funny thing that the Michael Bloomberg group, Moms Demand Action, uh, they are fully behind her, but they're not behind this bill. Um, and, and I'll segue that into my next bill, which is uh, was heard on Wednesday night. Um, it, it is Blair's Law. It's related to the celebratory gun firing that you see um, you know, individuals on Fourth of July or Independence Day. New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. Year. It was in. Yeah. It was insane. Cra- crazy on New Year's this year. Well, I, I think if you go in the archives of ninety-seven-one, I know Mark Cox put a. Uh, I think it was from Reddit, a video on Reddit where they tied Instagram and Twitter and all of these other social media platforms where people were uh, videoing themselves, shooting these guns in the air. Uh, But a couple of years ago, there was a a young lady, I think it was 18 years ago or so, young lady. um, uh, She was 11 years old at the time in the Kansas City area. And this is daylight. She was at a uh, 4th of July celebration, was killed in a park because of one of these stray bullets. And what this bill would do is just, you know, we're talking gun safety. We're talking common sense uh, gun ownership. And and for for me and my Republican Party, that's one thing is gun safety. You have to be a responsible gun owner. The NRA is fully back this uh, on what we're trying to do here. Uh, But Moms Demand Action did not come out in support of that bill. When you talk about common sense gun laws, uh, myself and two Democrats from the Kansas City area that represent that area where the uh, the family was at the time, we're coming together to try to get this bill done. So That's what would it do get- exactly? Would it just would it make celebratory gunfire like that into the sky illegal? And if so, what would be the uh, punishment? So it's going to make it. Um, it, it we're kind of working on that right now. I know a couple of years ago when this was originally uh, filed, it got into the Senate. 
and it kind of went nowhere. Um, nobody was really pushing this. But growing up in Ferguson, Missouri, we had to live in the uh, not live in the basement. We had to go into the basement or uh, lay on um, the, the living room floor away from the windows during those times, like Fourth of July, Independence Day, or New Year's, things like that. What this would do is kind of change the language from that time where they were just still making it a misdemeanor. Myself, other Republicans in the committee, and even these two Democrats that are uh, sponsoring this bill with me, we believe that this should either be a Class E or D felony uh, because of how often these people are doing it with no regard for our own laws or human life and the fact that that could likely get pled down with the prosecutors we're dealing with in St. Louis County, St. Louis City, and Kansas City. That is State Rep Nick Schroer. Unfortunately, we are just about out of time on the show, but we are going to do some overtime with uh, State Rep Schroer on the podcast exclusive. So make sure you download that every week. Don't forget, we offer two podcasts for Second Amendment Radio every week. We put out the show podcast on Friday. And, of course, you can listen to the show on Saturdays and Sundays on 97.1 and on KMOX. And then on Mondays, we put out the podcast exclusive. You can get both of those podcasts in many different places. But I think the best place to get it is the radio.com app, which is free. Download the app. Favorite the radio station. Then you can Stream the station 24-7, use the Radio Rewind feature, and you can download the podcasts. And again, all of it is absolutely free. So make sure you are downloading our podcasts. Thank you so much. As Bo always says, to share those podcasts with your friends. Uh, the last couple of weeks have been a lot of fun on that podcast exclusive. Last week, we talked hunting. The week before that, we talked fishing. This week, we're going to talk about some more of these bills and Second Amendment laws that are being debated in the state of Missouri with State Rep. Nick Schroer. So definitely check that out. That's going to do it for this week. For my co-host, Bo Matthews, our producer, Chad Ellis, I am Tony Colombo. Thank you for listening to another edition of Second Amendment Radio and the great outdoors. Get more at 971talk.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.